Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, coach, and mentor, John Opoluski. How are you today, John? Jim, I'm doing well. I'm so glad to uh, spend time with you today uh, right recording on. and just catching up. It's been good. It's been a good day. Yeah, it has been a good day. I, 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 I like the topic for this podcast because I think, I believe it's one of those things that it, it's an easy to believe lie that gets leaders to abandon their God-given positions. There are certain, my, my, my dad used to say it this way, there are people that create happiness wherever they go and others whenever they go. And, and I, we're going to deal with the second uh, group today. Yes. Would you introduce to us the topic of the day? Yeah, the title of this pod is uh, Protect Yourself from Abuse. Yeah. And um, Jim, we've been in a series of pods on mental and emotional health. And we, yeah. you know, by the time we're finished, we will have spent almost two months on this subject. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about becoming our own best friend and the the impact that has on our ability to uh, love other people. Yeah. Uh, we we spent two pods on that, two pods on telling our anger where to go. And today I'd like to, to us to focus on this subject that doesn't get talked about very much. Yeah. Um, and when it does get talked about, I cringe because um, I don't hear it handled really well on a consistent right. basis. Yeah. In, in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, the Apostle Paul was writing to his young protege, his young pastor protege, Timothy. Yeah. And he said these words, Alexander, the metal worker, has done me a great deal of harm. And I want to pause there for a minute. Yeah. Notice Paul didn't, didn't soft sell it. Yeah. He, he, he didn't say Alexander caused me harm. He said Alexander caused me a great deal right. of harm. Yeah. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. Harken back to episodes 176 and 177, where we talked about telling anger where to go, right? Paul had that yeah. figured out. He said, I'm not going to yeah. take revenge on Alexander. God will take care right. of Alexander. However, right. you will do well. You should too be on your guard against him right? because he strongly opposed our message. And so yeah. Paul, obviously Alexander the metal worker was a dangerous guy. Yeah, He's one of those kind of people that just weren't safe to be around. Yeah. Who inflicted damage on people. Yeah. And and Jim, here's something that I didn't learn in college while I was preparing for ministry. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a course called Difficult People Who Go to Church. Right. <laughs> yeah. And because there was no course on that, here's the second thing I didn't learn, that difficult people who go to church can cause a great deal of harm. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. And I think I think that in most churches, the 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 percentage of people who do the pastor a great deal of harm are the minority. They're yep. a very vocal minority usually. Yep. And because very few Bible colleges or seminaries teach how to deal with difficult people when when they start abusing leaders, most of most leaders are don't know how to handle it. Yeah. They, yeah. they tend to either <clears throat> retaliate in kind and become a bully yeah. or they become a doormat and they just yeah. let people run all over them. And I think both of those are, are unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah, you think I, about I like, the subject? Well, that, that thought that an abusive person probably has more practice being abusive than a pastor or a leader would be yeah. dealing with an abusive person. They probably have been 
this way since childhood, adolescence. Mm -hmm. You know, they they've they've manipulated the people around them through various means, and now they're in your church, mm -hmm. and they're they look like a sheep, and and maybe they're not a wolf, but they're but they're not a good sheep. They're they're a wounded sheep. They bite, they kick, they they do what wounded animals do, and and it is it is a ticklish moment, right? Because you don't want to be a bully bass. Yes. That that just sends it down the road, or he gets ten more people, and they come after you, you know, with with more with more TNT the next time around. It's but but uh, to allow an abusive person to abuse you or your family or others in the church unchecked is bad leadership. Yeah, I agree, yeah. and uh, and we could talk about that for probably a solid hour. But you know, we're gonna yeah. try to we're gonna try to execute this in the next ten minutes or so, twelve right minutes. Right on. <laughs> um, so, so with that, those thoughts in mind, Jim, I'd like to give our listeners three ideas about ways they can use to protect themselves from abusive people who attend the church. Yeah. They and we're going to skim the surface here. Right. Uh, uh, but uh, these principles work church. They also work at home. Uh, yeah. They also work in your personal life. Here's the first yeah. one. Be convinced that standing up for yourself is the right thing to do. Yep. If you don't believe that, you're going to struggle yeah. with difficult people. Uh, my son, Aaron, when he was in third grade, was being bullied by uh, a boy who was twice his size. Um, yeah. And Aaron would come home from school crying, saying, you know, I this kid's pushed me around on the playground. Yeah. Every day I go out, he's shoving me around. And I'd yeah. had enough, you know, so I said, okay, Aaron, here's the strategy. The next time he puts his hands on you. I want you to take your hand and I want you to ball it up in a fist. And I want you to swing as hard as you can and hit that kid right in the nose. Yep. And yep. so the very next day, the drama unfolded. Um, yeah. Aaron <laughs> is on the playground. This kid comes up, starts pushing him around and Aaron obeys his dad. Now, Aaron didn't always obey. <laughs> But he was on board with this game plan like immediately. <laughs> he got behind yeah. it. And so he yeah. he smacks this kid in the nose. I get a call from the principal who I was good friends with. I'm pastoring the local <laughs> church, Assembly of God Church. And I'm good friends with the superintendent. And I, I go to have a meeting and I said, I told my son to do that because this what was this is what was happening on the playground. Now, mind you, he was in third grade. Right, right, right. If he was a little older. No, we would have sketched out a different strategy. But try yeah. reasoning with a third grader about anything. No, the only yeah. thing this bully understood was the uh, Aaron's fist hitting him in the yeah. nose. And here's what happened. That boy never came by my son again. Yeah. Aaron had set a boundary. Now, we yeah. are not recommending you as a pastor to start punching <laughs> out people in your church. Right. You know, but understand this when you're confronted with verbal abuse or spiritual abuse or any other form of that, you have the right as a leader, as a as a valued son or daughter yeah. of God, yeah. to refuse to be treated in a demeaning and harmful manner. So yes, that's the first safeguard, Jim. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I, I have a similar story. My son was in kindergarten, same thing. There was a kid who was seven. It was with the five-year-olds who, you know, been held back a couple of times. And my son was coming home with bite marks and so forth. And I said the mm -hmm. same thing. I tried to work it out with the teacher. And, well, 
we try to let the students, you know, work it out on their own. And and I, I'm all for school teachers. I, I know you are as well. We're not against school teachers, but but if the playground's a jungle, then I'll teach my kid how to be an animal because he's not going to be a victim, you know. Mm-hmm. And so same thing. Nailed this kid named Jeffrey right between the eyes. Hit him in the chin. You're not strong enough to knock him out, but bloody his nose, and and that'll end the fight right away. And and that was the end of. And not only did it give my son a certain confidence to stand up for himself and others because others were being picked on. But also it helped it helped that kid, the, the bully, because he, he finally met a barrier. And and if they don't meet barriers, if bullies and abusive people don't meet barriers, they, they go on causing harm. So I that's right. I, I it's it's a, it's an extreme, but the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And I, I know we're not talking about shooting people or hitting people, we're but not. if you don't deal with abusive people, you are allowing an injustice to continue. Right. And especially if you have authority, God-given authority. You cannot allow that to continue. You are a shepherd and that's a wolf and it's got to be dealt with. And that's right. And we're using this for illustrative purposes, right? Yes, we are. Yes, we to, are. To yeah. drive home this point that as a leader, um, you must realize how important this is, not just for you, but for everybody around you. Yes. Everybody around you. Here's the second safeguard. And that's to really understand the difference between persecution and abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not the same thing. In in Matthew 5, Jesus says this, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of your association with me. Yeah. You know, Aaron wasn't being persecuted Mm -hmm. on the playground. He was being bullied. Yeah. Don't, Don't confuse being in the path of a mean-spirited bully in your church with persecution, because I don't believe that most of the time they're the same thing. Right, right. Don't spiritualize this as if it's a gift from God. There you go. Some, some, yeah, I don't know, some, some abusive person in your, in your midst, in your congregation. Don't spiritualize it. It's a practical matter that needs to be dealt with. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, number three, here's the third safeguard, understanding, understand what loving your enemy really means. Mm-hmm. You know, some people will say, well, that doesn't sound very loving, what you're talking about. On Matthew 5, Jesus said, you have heard it said, love your neighbor, but hate your enemies. But I tell you, love your enemies. And he was addressing a perversion of the Old Testament scripture and found in Leviticus chapter 19 that simply stated this, love your neighbor as yourself, period. But somewhere along the line, hate your enemy was added to the end of that. Yeah. And 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 probably by the teachers of the law. They were sure. very good at adding to the word of God. Yeah. And Jesus brought correction to that. He said, look, don't just love people who love you. Right. Anybody can do that. Love your enemy too. But here's the question I think we need to ask ourselves, Jim, when, when we hear that. What does loving our enemy really mean? Right. Good point. Yeah. And I, I believe this. So when someone's abusing me, they're sinning. Yeah. And is it loving to let someone continue to sin unchecked? Right. Right. I don't. Th- I, I, I Let me answer that for you. No. Right. It's not yeah. loving. Yeah. Sometimes the. No. Always. The most loving thing I can do to somebody who's abusive is to tell them, first of all, we don't allow that here. 
Yeah. I'm not going to let you get away with that. You may have gotten away with that in the past, but you're yeah. not going to get away with that anymore. Here's right. why. Because it's not good for you. Right. It's not good for the church. It's not good for me. And if I don't deal with this properly, everybody loses in this equation. Yeah. Let yeah. me say this. If you learn how to deal with the abusive people in your world as a leader, you win Hopefully, at some point, they'll win, but the yeah. organization you serve is going to win yeah. as well. Um, loving people who abuse you means you care, you, you know, that you may have some level of care about them, that you yeah. want the best for them, you pray for them. It does not mean you allow them to take advantage of you. Right. It's not loving to let somebody abuse you. So, Jim, what do you think about this? This third, yeah, I, you know, one of the things we talked about from time to time is is leadership, right? When we're there's something wrong in what you're what you're serving as a leader, and you do nothing about it, then you're not really the leader. the The problem or the problem causer is yes. the leader now. Whoever, if, if all you have to do in a meeting is bark louder than everybody else, then the dog that barks the loudest is is the top dog, and that's abdicating a God given position of responsibility. And authority um, that that you have to exercise as the pastor or the youth pastor or the owner of the company or whatever as the manager, yeah. people on your team will not stay on a team that's not safe. And how many how many abusive okay. people does it take for a, for a team to not be safe? And the answer is one, one. just one. Yeah. And so the leader, it's not an easy job. We're not minimizing the the cost to your soul, or the effort, the the courage that's required. But if, if everybody knows there's a problem and you're the leader and you're not dealing with it, don't be surprised if the only person you have left after a little while is, is just this abusive guy. Or even worse, if an abusive person gets away with it, it'll attract other abusive people to your ministry. Because that's that's where bullies go to to, to you know to figure it they out. Find, like it is they find each other. They do. And and man, one family that's upset and, and has this issue meets another family. Well, now there's two of them out of 10 families, it's not 20% of your people. It's 80%, 90% of your problems are yes, coming right. from two people that like to complain aggressively no. or whatever it is. So this is, it has to be dealt with. If you're the leader, you have to deal with it. It's not going to go away. It's That's not right. something we just pray about hoping the Holy Spirit deals with it. The Holy Spirit's going to deal with it through the leadership. That's biblical. Yeah. That's practical. That's logical. And, yeah. and I'm sorry. But, but you're the leader. This is why you get paid the huge money you do, right? That's right. So you got to go deal with it, man. But the good and news would, is once that's once that's dislodged, then health mm -hmm. can come and peace can come and unity can come. That's right. So, yeah, do it. That's right, 100%. So, so getting and staying healthy emotionally yeah. uh, it requires a few things from us, Jim. You don't have to do 50 things, just a few. Yeah. You know, learn how to become your own best friend. Yeah. Obey yeah. the third part of the greatest commandment. Tell your anger yeah. where to go. Yeah. Um, protect yourself from people whose mission in life is to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. And the good news is, is that with practice and God's help and the support of loving friends and, and maybe sometimes guidance from a coach or a counselor, you can develop that skill. And you can learn to live like that. And, and when you do leadership, becomes more joyful yeah there's more peace associated with it your confidence will grow yeah. um and hopefully those abusive people will have a better chance of actually growing 
Yeah. So Jim, as we close today, um, yeah. I'm going to have you wrap us up because we're up against time. I just want to say this, and we don't say this much, but you know, this podcast is free. Yeah. Um, and the way we grow is if you find value in it, you share it with somebody. Just tell somebody about it, uh, rate it, and review it. And uh, and that's a way for you to help us get the message out to more leaders. So we appreciate you as watchers and listeners. There is no podcast without you guys. Yeah. And um, But that's the way that, in a way, you can take what's been invested and, and pay back a little bit to us. is just by letting more people know about right on. the pot. Right on. And John, I, you know, leadership is hard, isn't it? Even when it things are going well, it requires great effort. When things are not going well, it requires effort. But I, I would say this, if there's anything harder than confronting that person we've been talking about, it's not confronting that person we've been talking about. It's hard on the kingdom. It's hard on you. It's hard on what you serve, the people you love. So the sooner you can muster the courage, believe in your heart, it's the right thing to do, the right way to do it. And yeah. you do it, the, the sooner you get onto what's after that. And That's so right. if Converge can be helpful to you, sometimes just that that second confirming voice that listens, says, you know what, I'd uh, I'd, I'd uh, bless that person, you know, with, with the truth and uh, and help them to see the error of their ways and give them the opportunity to change. Or as we say here at Freedom Center Church, don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. You know, that's that's an option. That's a real, it's a biblical, realistic option. It's not yeah. bullying or counter bullying. It's just the reality that we, we, we value peace at such a high level that those who disturb it through this sort of behavior are not welcome here. And it's hard, but there is something that's harder. And that is not having that conversation. So God that's bless right. you. If we can help you, go to ConvergeCoach.com. Press the button that talks about getting together. Maybe in a half hour, we, uh, with no expense to you, we can help you see that you're making some good decisions or maybe help you with some phrasing or wording or process that would yeah. make this happen. And once it does, the world changes. So God bless you, our watchers, our listeners. We love you. We pray for you all the time. We're cheering for you as you continue to lead from alignment.